Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. When I said my family that I made a decision that I'm going to move to New Zealand, they were like, are you, are you out of your mind? It was a major life decision made from the heart, not the head. Milena Cavour said goodbye to her family in Montenegro and bought a one-way ticket to Aotearoa in 2008 after falling in love. New Zealand was a country she knew very little about. Nothing much, apart of how many sheep there are in New Zealand. Then. <laughs> Montenegro translates as Black Mountain. It's located in the Balkans and the size of a postage stamp, with a population of just over 600,000. I grew up in Montenegro in a town called Cetine. It's a, such a small town, counting around maybe 20,000 people. So everyone knows. It's like a Timur. Often I love to compare with Timur. I've never been there, but, you know, hearing stories. Everyone knows everyone over there. The fact, before I even met my husband, Vukan, officially, we knew, like, who are they and that they left, you know, Montenegro and Cetine to live in New Zealand. Milena followed her husband, Vukan Kavor, a year after they met, while he was on holiday back in Cetinje. Vukan emigrated to New Zealand with his parents and younger brother almost 30 years ago. It was hard. I mean, leaving, leaving all that life behind. I mean, Cetinje is a small, small town. As a 16 years old, 17 years old, you know, you, you live your life, you go, to, you go to high school, you play sports... I've done a lot of hunting, shooting, got friends and family. Why would I want to leave? And then you... Ripped away. Ripped away. The breakup of communist Yugoslavia in the early 1990s was the catalyst for his family's desperation to leave their homeland. By 1992, the Federal Republic of Yugoslavia was formed and comprised the Republic of Serbia and the Republic of Montenegro. It was a turbulent time marred by bloodshed and conflicts like the war in Kosovo. We were great warriors in the past. Now we're peaceful people. We like everyone. We, 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 we are a multicultural country. There is so many different cultures, so many different nationalities that they live in. Montenegro and didn't want to go to the war. It wasn't our war. But the military was after Vukan. As a top clay target shooter in his teens, winning gold and silver medals representing the former Yugoslavia, he was sought after because of his shooting skills. 
when you turn 18, the, mil- the army was compulsory. So as soon as I turned 18, they did have big plans for me. So you were on their radar, the 100%. military's radar? 100%. That's what, because being a small country, they, um, um, we knew people in military, we knew people in police. It's a small country. I remember it was, um, I think the day after my birthday that I heard a knock on the door. And my brother was actually young and I heard unknown voices asking for me. So I've, I've, I assumed what, there was a military police actually going, you turn 18, they're coming and get you and they're going to war. You're fighting uh, your brother. You're fighting your brother and, and for what? During this time, the international community issued harsh economic sanctions against the Federal Republic of Yugoslavia, which caused hyperinflation and immense poverty for its people. Suddenly, life in Montenegro, as Vukan and his parents knew it, was looking very bleak. What was normal life like? Normal life was... um was there rationing, like food and stuff like that? It was. It was. Petrol. Um, you used to get all these coupons. Um, you're limited to five litres a week, something like that. Um, but you had to go three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning and queue up and you can pray that you can get some petrol around midday. And if not, then you go, okay, if I go home, we're going to lose... You're going to lose your spot. spot in the queue. And same it was same for bread. You're limited um, supply of flour. You're limited supply of everything. Mm. If it wasn't for what happened back home, I'd never leave. Mm. Uh, you wouldn't be here? No, no. So why New Zealand? It was the only country that would actually take us at the time. On one hand, they were glad to have somewhere to escape, but this would not be an easy resettlement for the family of four. Vukan's parents spoke no English, his father was a pensioner by the time the family moved, and his mother was a pharmacist. But she would have to learn English and retrain before being able to work here and earn a living. And so did they adjust well, like, to life here? I don't think that they still have... At that age, it was a big disappointment and it was a lot of depression. So we did bring some savings, but you see, when you don't work, um, by the time you find a place, pay the bond, buy some furniture, you're done, right? And then there's no job. And then we, uh, (laughs) that's when we found out the reality, you know, about job hunting, which everybody's asking you for your... New Zealand experience, but how are you going to gain it if you don't get a job? <laughs> You're going around and around in circles, but yeah, it was, we, we got there at the end. <laughs> we got there at the end, yeah. It, it was hard. It was hard. While Vukan was making the huge adjustment to life in New Zealand, Milena was at university back in Montenegro, studying a Bachelor of Law degree in criminal law and as a third-year student in 2006, was on the streets campaigning for change. It was referendum, so we were going around, you know, educating people, talking to them why Montenegro should be independent republic, why is that good for us. I was wanting for all kids to, to you know, 
grow up in Montenegro rather than, you know, Yugoslavia, because each country kind of, you know, that was around us became independent republic and we were the last one with Serbia that we were, like, mm-hmm. wanting to stay together. Were people convinced that it was the right Yes, thing? absolutely, absolutely. I think it was, like, 54%, mm-hmm. like, was such easy, like, referendum and people, they were, yeah, ready. thinking they're ready and they were thinking that's the right thing to do. After 15 years of marriage, they're settled here and added a Kiwi-born, football-mad son, Mashan. Can you say, um, my name is Mashan Kavor? Yes, it's always Mashan Kavor. And what position do you play in soccer? Uh, striker. Oh, wow. You're the guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stressful position. Yeah. You love it, though? Yeah. Mashan is... 11 now, he went back home. I think first time he went back home was at three months old. He speaks our language, Montenegrin language, um, fluently. Um, he can write, he reads, maybe as good as I do. Their perseverance to maintain their cultural identity in a different country has never wavered, and they still care deeply about what's going on in the Balkans. Vukan and his brother, who is studying for his PhD in linguistics, have both been involved in the book The Greatest Crime in History, which documents the suffering Montenegrins went through from 1918 to 1939 under Serbian occupation. Just tell the history, plain and simple. You know, plain and simple, so you can actually decide, now, okay, now we know exactly what happened, let's move on. That just shows that even from this great distance, the love you still have for your country. hundred percent, right? yeah, hundred percent. Why else would you do this? You still care. I, I I care a lot actually. I care a lot, and and you know I've I will do the same for New Zealand. If God forbid, which I know it won't happen, I will do the same. You know I would I would always fight for the right thing. Because she couldn't practice law here, Milena has reinvented herself and pursued another passion, her love of all things fashion. She's now the manager of a high-end clothing boutique. I grew up under the strong influence of Italian fashion. Um, was such a like, kind of natural place for me to be. Like I love to meet new people, I love to know about them. Um, who are they, where are they from, and yeah, I love people. She's also a self-taught DJ and has recently been selected as a cycling sprint instructor at Les Mills Gym in Auckland. I always love to challenge myself and to keep myself busy because I'm not busy enough with my boy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, do you think your life is completely different had you stayed and lived in Montenegro? Probably I would be their successful lawyer. Mm. Um, but since it's a, such a small country with a small... I, I have... I, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, you know, publicly, but it's a small-minded country. Mm. Yeah, small-minded country. And I everybody, like, is looking your business, what you're doing, so you're kind of living in a little frame. Mm. So I don't know would I be able to do all this stuff, what I'm doing here. Because mm. there's a possibility that would be judged, mm. how she should behave and what she should do, yeah. So that's why I love New Zealand, giving me all these opportunities, you know. I believe that wherever you take your first breath, that's your home. 
Um, Montenegro will always be my home, but um, I I owe a lot to New Zealand, um, and this is this is a home now. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.